Welcome to Lens in Light, the podcast that invites photographers from diverse backgrounds to share their adventures and experiences. Your host, Amber Braxton, a fine art photographer, is excited to bring you valuable tips, tricks, and recommendations to help you take your photography skills to the next level. From hilarious moments to insightful conversations, join us as we explore the exciting world of photography together. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into the fascinating world of photography. It's a weird Easter, I'll tell you that, but it sounds, it's, yeah, because it's going to be like 65 degrees and 80 tomorrow. So, dude, and then when I get there, because I'm coming there for, obviously, to photograph a wedding this weekend, Oh yeah. Uh, it's going to be rainy. Shut up. And, like, snowy. Oh, yeah, Friday looks like a chance of, like, storms, girl. Dude, that's why I said, well, I get there late, but um, that's why I was saying maybe Monday we would have a chance to storm chase. Did you look at the forecast that far out? No, girl, because I don't want to get my hopes up. You know, we got it. We make it happen sometimes, I think. Those yeah. forecasters only go so far, and then we're like, we got you. Well, Sean, <laughs> Sean and I did an episode, and obviously we haven't put it out yet, but Sean and I did an episode on artificial intelligence and its impact on the digital art community. And uh, in that, we were talking about, wait, hold on. Shit, I forget what I was just about to say. <laughs> Uh, what did you say just before that? Well, we were talking about funky rain dancing to make things happen in the podcast. Oh, yeah. We were talking about- yeah. And so then I said, well, a lot of the time, you know, we're before the radar. Like, we get there as the radar is putting that information out. And yeah. a lot of the time, like, it's not like we're we're sending that information to anyone. Although sometimes, like, I do post lives and do all of that all of that kind of stuff and and let my audience know that there are things you talk about like the energy of the storm the energy that you're like and it's you know even like thinking about the secret right when you're like you know put positive things out there you get positive things back shit if you're putting energy out there that you're like drawing this like i feel like storms like us anyway you know on good days (laughs) yeah (laughs) that brings to mind Yeah, well, well, in this episode, we're going to talk about the good and we're going to talk about the bad. I want to know it all. You know what I mean? Like, I want to know all of that. And uh, (laughs) I've compiled some questions um, to talk about just to kind of help us gear our conversation a little bit. But a lot of them are about our adventures and because that's what you and I do. We go out, we adventure, we we're we like to check out new frontiers and we're all about just building our experiences all over the place. You know what I mean? And doing things that are off the beaten path and I love that about our friendship. So Absolutely. That's one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on my podcast because it's uh I would say like photography really Photography was the thing that really helped me like jump into adventuring and then giving myself situations and and opportunities with friends like you where you're supportive and you're like my ride or die. Like you're like, yeah, let's go (laughs) find the freaking tornado. And that's just priceless to me. You know what I mean? So for those of you who don't know, Bronwyn is my best friend uh, we met in college about, oh, 11 years ago. We met in college 11 years ago. And I like how that sounds. It makes me sound a lot younger. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go Let's with see. that. Did we meet in statistics or research methods? I remember research methods specifically. Okay. Could have been because there was a hot guy in there, but. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that guy up. I knew we were going to talk about that guy. <laughs> yeah. So we were in research methods um, and that's how we met. And then we found out that we were in like an online class together as well. And so then we kind of just clicked and we started studying together. And uh, if you, that's what you call it. <laughs> Hey, we studied for at least a semester. 
Yeah, no. We, and we then we graduated and then and then our friendship changed for sure. Yeah. And then yeah. we became closer and we got to go out and we we did we did we've done a lot of things together. Um Oh my gosh, yeah. But I would say for sure like photography really helped me start my love for adventure. Um what would you say brought on your love for adventure? Good Lord, girl. I think I was born this way. <laughs> no, seriously. I was like the nature child. And like, I grew up, you know, kind of, I, my sisters were a little bit older. So I had a lot of time on my own and kind of lived a little bit further away from some of my friends in like a neighborhood that was a little more, a smidge more rural than like, you know, the regular burbs. And so some of my, uh, adventuring time like kind of started when I was young like I'd go exploring around the lake through the forest on my bike I'd end up at a friend's house sometimes sometimes I wouldn't because I'd get so damn distracted by like hanging out talking to frogs or some weird thing okay that sounds really sad and lonely but it wasn't it was really cool it was like yeah I think that's where my love of nature started yeah and when you put it like that like obviously I've always connected with nature for sure um I just haven't ever had the opportunities really to do some crazy ass shit, I guess, like chasing tornadoes. For those of you who are listening um, and have been tuning into the last few episodes, I don't want to bring up both of our triggers surrounding our tick incident, oh, but Bronwyn is my adventure buddy that unfortunately had to experience that with me. So for those of you who are following the last few, uh, we have a frog out in the front yard and I hear it. So I apologize if you, can you hear it? Listen. Oh my God, I can hear it. <laughs> Why would you apologize for that? That's so cool. <laughs> Hello, little froggy. <laughs> It's like the closest I've ever heard them. Um, yeah, we we went on the tick incident together, and I'm sure that will come up eventually in this episode, but it doesn't have to because I already covered that in another episode. So, you know. Nobody, nobody likes a horror show. Oh, wait. People do like horror shows. That's yeah, it's my was. favorite genre. <laughs> that was definitely. But horror. you know what? I do not like living it. No, 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 that was real life. That was like, there should be like a camera team watching us check every little inch of ourselves that sounded wrong. I Um, wish, I wish, I wish we had like video of like that whole trip because really it is a hysterical and great story. Um, but it was very traumatic very traumatic but anyway so that's who Bronwyn is Bronwyn do you want to is there anything else you want to say to introduce yourself um like I said I have some questions that are kind of helped to gear us along but is there anything you want to say about yourself in regards to being an adventurer um I think the first thing that comes to mind really or you know anything that comes to mind is really just you gotta have if you if if you want to adventure if you have that in your spirit in your being it's always great to have a great adventure companion because i'll tell you something girl since you've moved to seattle it's like i feel like i'm conducting interviews out here like no like people i'm like no i'm serious like you have to be willing to pee by the side of the road you got to be you know and i'm like there's like a you know like i have to put out a job description for this because it's no joke you really do yeah. And they think I'm kidding because, you know, I, I date a lot. And so it's like, you, know, you have you to know. be able to pee anywhere and go hours without food. <laughs> well, not when I'm adventuring. I always bring food. <laughs> well, snacks, yes. But meals like oh. people are like, I need to stop for lunch. And it's like, nah, Mm-mm. no, there's just sometimes not time for that, especially when the storm's brewing and you're like, we have to get where in three hours <laughs> to Kansas. You know, you start eating gum like it's a steak. You're like, ooh, yeah. Like you're on Willy Wonka. Yeah. Oh, hey. Dang it. We should really, truly invent that because for real. For like, 
I mean, there's probably something like that at REI or something. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine so. And if there's not, then really the candy company is missing an opportunity. Yeah, they should really watch that again. That, that film was epic. And either of them. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. no, it's really just about companions. Like you really got to, it's, you know, it's one thing to adventure on your own. Um, but, you know, sharing those experiences, it's it's unbelievable when you have the right you know, really, like you were saying earlier, like ride or die, you know, someone who's willing to just yeah. go the lengths to like make that adventure as spectacular and exhilarating as possible. Yeah, honestly, uh, I talk about that in a few episodes back too, about how important it is to have people, friends that are supportive and like-minded and that share the same goals as you and, and not necessarily the same identical goals. Right. Cause when you and I go out, it's like, I'm there for photography and like you take photos, but we share different goals, you know? And yeah. I think it's cool that they're able to mesh and we're able to build off of each other and really go out and experience things like that. Um, do you remember what our first adventure was or what would you classify as our first adventure? Oh, man. I mean, honestly, the first thing that comes to mind is that first storm chasing trip that I joined you on that I was was going to bring that up too. I mean, it was like a feeling like none other. It was like this, this, it was like a drug, you know, honestly, it's this euphoria where you're like, I remember what I was wearing. I remember a picture from that, that trip where it's, it's actually on one of my dating sites, dating pages. That sounds so bad. One of them. (laughs) But anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. But um, but it's one of my favorite photos because it's like this, I could give a shit. My hair's blowing in the wind. There's dirt splattered up on like, you know, your side view mirror or whatever on your, uh, on your FJ cruiser. And I've got that bandana on, you know, the blues and everything. And I'm just like, hey, that was back when I was still blonde. But I'm telling you, it was, it was epic because when you and I are out watching storms, like lightning happens and guys, it's like, we're at a sporting event. It's like (laughs) we hoop and holler for this lightning and we look absolutely ludicrous. I'm sure to everybody driving by, but we could not care less. You know what I mean? And it's like that feeling right there is irreplaceable. And that is what I feel every time storm chasing and just being out in the the open, really where there really isn't a lot of people, although sometimes the storms bring us to where there are some people, but um, we spend a lot of time really out by ourselves. And it's just so cool to be exploring these places that not everybody gets to see. Um, And I love that. But yeah, the first time storm chasing, um, I think we were in like the, we started in like the Elizabeth, Colorado area. And then we, and I remember we were on like a plateau kind of thing and we watched the storm roll in. And then I think we ended up, um, on like the wind farm, didn't we? Uh, I think uh, that time, I think that, I think that was the, we were a little further North because I think we ended up, um, closer to the airport where there was like sunflowers. Remember that rainbow? Oh, cause you were in the field with that photo. And we like danced. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That was, God. I mean, yeah. almost in, in retrospect, it's like, was that like three different days? Like it was just so cool. It's another thing cool about storm chasing, right? And adventuring is that it's like in one day you can have so many different incredible experiences that you're like, what? Like, let's talk about this first. What would you say are the top three lessons you've learned since we have began adventuring together? I mean, always like be open-minded, you know, like be ready and willing to accept whatever's coming. Cause you don't know, like you're going out, it's an adventure, you know, you can only plan so much, you know? And I think like, and like when you get out there, you may have an agenda, but that agenda could change. So it's like kind of, be super flexible, you know, kind of. Dude, that was the first thing on my list. Be flexible with plans and situations. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. And you have to be. 
Like, for example, that storm when we now Bronwyn and I love Mexican food. Okay. So, like, anywhere we go, we're like, okay, where's the Mexican joint in this, in this small town? Uh, well, so we're out by, I forget where we were out by, um, kind of by the airport, but the, uh, airport out near Deer Trail. And Front Range, Front Range Airport or something. Yeah. I can't, I don't, whatever the name of that airport is. Um, and there was a Mexican restaurant in there and there was a, there we're driving down the road and all of a sudden there's just, we're driving down this dirt road. All of a sudden there's this flag waving in the wind that says Mexican food. (laughs) (laughs) And we're like, yeah, well, it it was just this sign. It was a sign. It was a sign for Mexican food. And so of course, like we were, we were, well, we were what we thought were an hour before the storm. So we were like, yeah, let's get some food. (laughs) Uh, So we get some food. We're sitting down at the table and Bronwyn looks behind me and out the window at the airport. And she's like, dude, we need a scarf and we need to go because there is a lot happening behind you in these clouds. It was wild. It was totally wild. I mean, it was like this just it's like they started kind of like building, like we're talking, you know, you were sipping, we just got our drinks and we had ordered and we're trying to relax for like a minute because again, like we thought we had time. And I'm watching this and I'm like, uh, uh, this is moving faster than we thought. Like, we need to move. Should we get it to go? <laughs> like, and, and that's how flexible forever. you have to be. It took forever to get the food <laughs> in the or yeah. whatever, what it felt like forever. Well, it felt like, I think it felt like forever because we know when it's time to go, it's time to go. And we were just munching on chips, man. And we were like, chomp, <laughs> chomp, chomp, chomp. Like, we got to go. And so we snarfed and then we headed out. And I'm so thankful that we did because that was the day that we uh, got that really cool shot of the storm cell above the silo. Yes. And uh, that one has been a really big hit with my audience. So Ooh, that, just one got was, chills. that one was worth it. You know what I mean? And having <laughs> it was nice having a companion that day because you were able to stay looking at the sky while I was able to photograph it. And there was a time where you looked at me and you said, Amber, we need to go. <laughs> and I yeah. said, I said, okay, let's go. And that was a really scary storm that. It was really intense. It was churning above us. Like in this, like we started to see rotation. Like that was like a, the colors was, it was incredible. And I remember the little purple flowers on the side of the road where it was like the contrast. And then like, it also drew out extra purple and and the green, that mint green and that angry little storm cell. Holy cow. That was, yeah. I say little, but I don't think it was little. It was, it was intense. Flexibility is one thing, but then like really kind of being not so hyper-focused on one goal that you can really see other opportunities too. Because there are times when we've been out where it totally shifts, where we're like, oh, we're totally chasing a storm or something, but then like we end up with wildlife or, you know, you just never know. And so I think from that perspective, it's like being open to the idea of you know, anything's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, flexible, like, yeah, being able to pee on the side of the road. I mean, for sure that's important. But I think like, again, like really kind of more on a, uh, the adventuring side and kind of in that mentality of like being open to finding a new path, finding a new view, a new perspective of something that maybe like, I don't know. I think that's something really cool about when we go out on these little road trips, we're like, we're super fluid, you know? And it's about finding like, what's really going to work? What's, Hey, this didn't work out, but like, you know, and I think you've talked about this in previous podcasts too, at least one that I've heard specifically where it's like, you know what, we're chasing one thing and we end up finding something else. Like whether it's like you're going for the sunset, but you are a rainbow, but you end up finding sunset over the tide pools. Yeah. That's that's fucking glorious. Yeah. And you have to, be open to that and and well and not only it. that but you you have to train yourself to be able to see things like that you know what I mean like training Absolutely. yourself to like I don't I go out and sometimes I feel defeated and I want to quit and I'm like well I might as well just put my camera away 
But it's like, I go for one thing and it's like, okay, well, if I can't go for this, then there's still three hours of daylight. What else can I find? (laughs) Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? So, so putting yourself in those situations where you get to take advantage of opportunities like that, I think is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, My second one was take the road less traveled. Oh gosh. Yeah. Cause I feel like we do that a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know that, you know, you're taking the road less traveled a lot when you pass a silo and you go, hmm, I know that silo. (laughs) Less traveled for others, more traveled for us. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, damn, we have to take the highway. No. And that's just it. It's like, you know, when you're on a time crunch, yeah, you take the highway to get somewhere quick. But when you're really exploring and stuff, yeah, take the smaller roads, like go off on those dirt roads, yeah. you know, meander through the farms, whatever you have in your, in your area, you know, don't be afraid to get off and, and really look at those. Gosh, man, you know, when I was up visiting Washington with my kids and uh, we had stayed at that lake house, it's freaking amazing. Like everybody should stay at this lake house. It was like somehow spiritually incredible to me. <laughs> But anyway, um, but just exploring off the side of the road, like we literally pulled off the side of the road. There was like, it's not like there was a pull off per se. I was like, oh my gosh, this looks really cool. Like the sun was shining through the trees. You know, it looked kind of magical and mystical. There's ferns growing and it was, it was just, God, it was calling to me, you know, like one of those moments where you're like, no, I just got to stop. And you have to pull over. You have to explore. And don't be afraid to like, not just look at the big things, but those little things, right? That's when you see like these magical little growths of like mushrooms or moss or a little froggy, like hopping by. And you would have never noticed if you were just like traipsing through, you know, with some specific destination in mind. Like so many people out here in Colorado are like, hey, I'm hitting that 14er. And I'm like, I'm that 14er hiker that's like, yeah, but look at this cool little like wildflower on the side of the path. And they're like, dude, can you not breathe? I'm like, I can breathe just fine. But did you see the flower? (laughs) Dude, do you remember when we were hiking and that guy brought like his basically his luggage (gasps) like the size of like a, (laughs) like the size of like a Volkswagen bug on his back. And there was like this herd, (laughs) there was this herd of elk that we were all photographing and being very respectful of. And all of a sudden this guy with like, I shit you not, like a Volkswagen sized suitcase on his back came through and was just like, huh, I'm going to, I don't give a fuck about these bull elk. Like get the fuck out of my way. And he was just a dick and just zero respect for nature, for the people observing the nature. It was terrible. It reminded me of like gym class because it was like the stack of like, you know, when you like layer up like gym mats. That's what it looked yes. like. And I'm like, what are you doing with those, dude? Like, get out of my forest. I was just like, and then I was talking shit, right? Because I was ready to oh, fight. Yeah. I was like, fuck this dude. And then everyone's like, oh, that one guy. And I'm like, yeah, that one guy. You want to join my, you want to join? Are we forming an alliance? Hell yeah. Yeah, we did. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, that's funny. Um, okay, so my yeah, you third. you got to be respectful out there when you're out there adventuring. Like, yeah. If there's wildlife, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, on that note, my third lesson that I've learned are that cows are wonderful and we take them for granted because they do so much for us. <laughs> Yay, cows! Yeah, they're just incredible creatures. You know what I mean? And and they're everywhere out storm chasing. And I really bonded with them because I photographed on the plains a lot and they're everywhere out there. And so I've really bonded with them as a creature and really as a photographic subject too. I think they're beautiful. So, um, yeah, I think we take them for granted. I'm not a vegan either or a vegetarian. I will eat a steak, but I love cows. Do you remember that day when we were over by, we were outside of Boulder. We're off of that amazing road. Cherryvale, was it? Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. And that yeah. cow farm that we kept going to. And they would let you, there was this trail out there, you guys. There's this like trail and you could 
walk through the farm basically with these cows. But during certain seasons, like when they had their calves, they were like, hey, be really cautious of this because the, the, the mama cows can get a little bit protective. We're like, okay, that's cool. Like, remember that one day we had like some farmer like come over and say, hey, be careful. Like, don't get too close. They can get really aggressive. And we're like, okay, cool. Um, you know, we dig it. And so then there was a, I don't know if it was the same day or a different day we were on this farm because we, <laughs> we, we frequented it. They were our buddies. <laughs> but, um, but we were out there and we were walking through. And then remember those two or three calves had come running up to us. Like behind us, like we yes. were walking up, like we had gotten a little, we had walked up because we wanted to get some photographs of them in, yep. you know, kind of with the group. And it was amazing. It's so, they're just so beautiful and just, oh, just such a kind, I, I mean, what a beautiful creature, you know? Seriously. And uh, so we're getting some photographs of them and we started to walk back like towards our cars and stuff. And um uh, all of a sudden these like two or three calves start freaking chasing us. Like they're like, Hey, wait, you guys are cool. Like we want to hang out. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we totally snuggle them. Like, <laughs> Oh, they were so stinking cute. Man. So cute. Oh, so cute. So cute. And then mama bear. No, well, mama, mama cow. <laughs> yeah. She was mama like, cow comes up. Bitches starts, get your asses over here. Yeah. I swear they have babysitters. Like, there's no way they're they're all hanging out with their mamas. They're like, have it's really cool. You guys should. It like, is. Ha- yeah. You gotta really go, just like really just get out there cows. and observe them. Yeah. Do you remember that one day that we were out on the Eastern Plains and they were really far away? There was a whole like herd, and oh. then all of a sudden they they ran to us. They ran to us, and then they just kind of stopped and it was an open field. It was an open range. And so there wasn't a fence in between us and they ran right up to running towards us. And we're like, Oh shit. Like there was, oh my dust. God. there was dust. Yeah. Clouds. yeah. Like we're like, Oh my God, we're going to get trampled. And then they just stopped. And it was like, Hey man, what's up? <laughs> Those were so, um, that was amazing. That was like one of our like first or second, like I, that was one of our first few storm chasing trips and we yeah. encountered that herd. That was amazing. And you know, here's another thing about adventuring, right? You have to be willing to go to be bold and be like, you have to push the boundaries. And I think it's, you know, like you were saying, go places, go the unbeaten path, right? The the less taken path, you know, and I think that is so key. Um, that's when you're going to find those really magical moments. I agree. That was a magical moment. Okay. Okay. I have three questions for you. Well, I have more than three questions for you, but these next three questions, uh, kind of all go together. Um, what is the most, what would you say is the most adventurous activity that you and I have done? Hmm. Sorry. Okay. I need to know. Wait, pause, because I need to know. Are you going to tell the scene that just popped into your head? <laughs> the moose scene? <laughs> are you thinking? Or are you thinking the time on the side of the mountain where I thought we were all going to die while in reverse on a snowy <laughs> hillside? Because those are the two so far. Believe it or not, besides the tick thing. That okay. So now you have to tell both of those stories. I want to hear your perspective on those stories. Okay, so both. Okay. Well, what was the moose? So the moose thing was, okay, so you, so we had planned on doing a sunrise hike up to Lake, and help me out here, Hayaha? Hayaha, I think. Hayaha. So this is up in Rocky Mountain National Park, which is just, Rocky Mountain National Park in itself is just incredible, obviously. And obviously, like a lot of people visit it, um, you know, but it all depends on timing when you're getting the best photos, the best light, the best experience as far as like not having a gazillion other people right there also photographing the same freaking thing. Right. Right. But um, 
So we decide, like, this was one of those times where we're like, yeah, we're going to have to go up, like, pre-dawn and get there so that we can hike and be there before sunrise type of thing, like, at Lake Hayah? Hayaha. How do you say it? Hayaha. And so this is just past Dream Lake. Same trail, like, really incredible. Um, anyway, so we could, we, you know... That night, and I can't remember what had happened, but I was like, oh, my God, girl, I'm coming. I'm coming. Like, don't worry. Like, I'm I'm going to be there, and we we're going to meet at her house. And I was like, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. And I swear, I, I totally kept thinking, like, she thinks I'm bailing. I'm not bailing, you know? Like, but I'm like, I'm going to be there. Just, like, leave your door open, or I'll sleep in my freaking car. Like, I – and I can't remember. Did I stay in my car? I think I did. You did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I was like, okay. Okay. But to be but fair, hold on. To be fair, I didn't lock you out. I fell asleep before you said leave the door open okay. because I assumed that you weren't coming. And so I was just like, well, I got to lock the door. Oh, and then, heartbreak. and so then I woke up and then I saw that you had stayed in the driveway. That's how dedicated I am. Okay. Like if I say I'm going to be there, I'm going to fucking be there. Like really, truly like, I well, know, I mean, well, and on that times. note, yeah. That's my, that's what you got to do to be a ride or die. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's going to be times where shit comes up and I get it. Like, you know, like you or me or whatever, like anybody, like it's just not going to come to fruition. But this is one of those times where I'm like, oh, I am not missing this opportunity. Plus I wanted to do this with you. And I had already seen like you had gone on this hike with other people. And I'm like, so jelly. I was like, fuck that shit. Like, <laughs> It's going to be even better with me. So, <laughs> so I was like, okay, we're going to do this. So I, oh, I remember. Okay. So a friend of mine was in from town from Illinois. Cause like, if you guys haven't picked up on my Chicago accent yet, but so I grew up in Illinois, but so a friend of mine was in town from Illinois and I think it was like her birthday or something. And so we had gone, like gone out that night and I was out super late, but I was like, I got, I've got these plans. I got to get, got to get over to my friend Amber's house. Like we're going to, we're doing this hike and they're like looking at me like I'm freaking nuts. They're like, really? <laughs> yeah, because we had to get up at like 3 a.m. Yeah. So I get over to her house and I was like, I didn't want to disturb you because I'm sure you were sleeping at this point, right? And so I'm like, dude, I'm just going to sleep in my car. And so in my bed is that like I have my phone on silent from like 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. So I probably didn't hear like your initial like, hey, are you around or what's going on or whatever. But luckily, I don't sleep well. And I totally woke up and was like, yeah, I'm in your driveway, man. <laughs> what a weirdo. But I like that hardcore about adventuring, right? And I'm like, yes, I'm here. Let's do this. And so we go and we're, turns out, so this was like, a, I think it was ended up being like a Tuesday. What what day was it? Was it a Tuesday morning? Because Girl, I'm, I don't even know. Oh, because I was thinking it was because like, you know, how like Tuesdays sometimes are rough for you. So, oh, yeah, I don't actually I don't think it was. No. OK. I think it was a random day that I just felt like dog shit. OK. <laughs> Sorry. It's not funny. <laughs> wait, everybody wait for it. It's fucking hilarious. OK. So she felt like dog shit. And the girl is so like Amber is so dedicated to adventuring, which is like our whole idea today, right? She's so dedicated to adventuring that she's like, yeah, I've been fucking vomiting for an hour, but let's totally do this. Let's go to Rocky Mountain National Park. <laughs> and hike through the fucking forest <laughs> to a lake <laughs> to get these shots, which by the way, in, in incredible contrast of colors. It was like such a gorgeous morning, but I digress. So we're on the trail. Okay. On the way up. And like, even before we went, I think you like visited the restroom and stuff like, you know, before we went and we're getting ready. And like, these people are parked near us and they've got their stupid. Remember there was annoying. Remember their bright ass light. Oh God, their headlights. I was like, bitches. That's so disrespectful. Like be cool. So disrespectful. Like a, you're in the national park. Like, turn the light freaking down. Like, it's nighttime. Like, and stop point, pointing like, it right at my face. Oh, just so rude. And it didn't even matter. Like, it didn't matter if it was us or anybody else. Like, turn your lights off. Like, this is a beautiful setting. Respect that. And just be cool. Turn your 
fucking lights off. Anywho, so we're getting ready to, you know, hit the trail. And Amber here is like, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) She's brewing some shit. I don't know what's going on, but she's not feeling good. And so she's puking. Basically, she starts puking. And I'm like, okay, are you sure you want to do this? Like, we can totally do this another day. Yeah, but we were already, like, we were already on the trail. We were committed. I'm pretty sure I was still a little tipsy. (laughs) I said, said, Bronwyn, I need to pull over for a second. And (laughs) I know. I know what I had for dinner the night before because it came out and was right there. Oh, Oh, dude. And, okay, yeah, so... So yeah, I was Ralphin. Yeah, you were. So she's totally puking. Well, here's the thing. And I, I, again, I was like, okay, are you sure? Like we can totally, you know, do this another time. She's like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. Cause honestly I was like, oh dude, like I've barely had any sleep. I've been drinking. I was like, okay, like we're, we're both of us are a hot mess for different reasons, apparently. But I, you know, both of us are so dedicated to this event that we're like, no, we are in, we're doing this. And I think that again, super important, be all in. Right. And so, so here we are, we're hiking up the trail and there's like that, that annoying ass couple that had their freaking brights on or their lights on when we were in the parking lot and they hit the trail about the same time, dude. I'm like, Oh hell no. <laughs> oh no. These are not going to be our fucking trail buddies. Okay. So we try to kind of, we kind of hauled butt, right? Like, I mean, like we kind of, we yeah, caught we up shuffled. to them. Yeah. And we caught up to them even in our poor condition. <laughs> And then we, we passed them. And at one point, Amber's like, okay, hold on, Bronwyn. Oh, hold on. I, I need a minute. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. And so I kind of give her some, some space. Cause you know, I, she'd been puking and I knew like, oh, she's going to puke again. Yeah. We're hiking in Rocky mountain national park and the girl's puking, but she's dedicated. Okay. And she's like, okay, hold on. And let, me, and let me preface this with, I am loud when I throw. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, good thing I don't have, like, I mean, it's taken years, but my gag reflex, I, I'm i good. I'm good. Like, you know, I was like, I mean, I'm compassionate, but I was like, oh, that's loud. That's like some heaving going on there. Like, it was painful, you know? know. So she's over here in the trees and she's like, like heaving, like. Okay, again. Sorry for everybody listening. <laughs> it was seriously. And then the in-betweens were a lot like <sighs> <sighs> which is important. So important. <laughs> because because that annoying ass couple that had those lights on starts hiking up the trail and we hear them and she's still heaving and still grunting. (laughs) We have all our lights off, our headlamps and stuff off at this point because, you know, privacy and, you know, respect. Yeah. The girl's heaving, for God's sake. (laughs) (laughs) They come up on us. They come up on Amber. (laughs) It was like 10 feet up the trail. They come up on Amber and like, oh, (laughs) We thought there was a moose up here. (laughs) Before he reached me, he goes, hey, moose. (laughs) I heard him and I go, no, just me. (laughs) That was so funny. And I felt so bad laughing, but it's like, <laughs> she's like in convulsions, you know, like, like trying to like, uh, dude, to, so dedicated to this adventure, so dedicated to these shots that she's willing to hike this trail and while puking, <laughs> intervals of puking, and these people fucking mistake her for a goddamn moose. <laughs> 
dude. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the best favorite stories. Oh, it was the best. Oh, I'm glad they went to Dream Lake and we had Lake Hyahat to <laughs> Dude, ourselves. Me too. And we made it and it was beautiful and I felt yeah. like shit still. Yeah. And then yeah, that was interesting. Honestly, I remember us reaching the top of that lake and I don't remember anything afterwards. Like I don't remember hiking down. I remember hiking up. Girl, I you know what I remember? I don't remember hiking down per se, but I remember getting in the car and we were being we were so fucking famished at that point. I mean, your stomach was empty, obviously. <laughs> that you were like, you're like, everybody, bitches, get out of the way. I need food. What did you say? You like yelled out the window and you're like, <laughs> I need me some cornmeal pancakes. I said, I need me some corn cakes. Yeah, you did. That's oh my right. God. Then we went to that restaurant and had corn cakes, and it was yeah. wonderful. Yeah, like off of like, uh, like north. Yeah. Then I whatever. did feel better. I did feel a little better, and then I was hungry. Yeah, that's right. God. And then oh, good times, morning. Bronwyn. Good times. <laughs> okay. Okay. What do you think is the most beautiful place we've ever visited during an adventure? Mm. Wow. I mean, that's honestly really, really tough, but the first thing that came to mind was down in New Mexico when we were at those sandstone bluffs, because that was just incredible. When that storm rolled in. I just, I just watched that video the other day of like, (laughs) and I'm such an asshole, like the way I take video. I think I'm taking video, but then when I press stop is actually when I'm taking video. I don't know. I'm sure people out there understand. Some oh. people out there understand. <laughs> and it's all of like our feet, but we're cracking up. And like, it's like the after video where it's like, it's almost like outtakes. I don't know. And then, <laughs> and then the lightning happened, right? Oh my God. It was seriously like there was hail. There was lightning. Because wasn't there thunder in that video? Like there was a big crash. Oh yeah. Yeah. I should send that to you. Yeah. It was incredible. It was like this. (laughs) Yeah. And we were like, whoa, (laughs) super like, yeah, it's so exhilarating. Like storms are just, they're, they charge you and they, you, it's, God, it's like nothing else. It's like nothing else. Well, and honestly, I would say adventuring in general. Like, I get ex- I get energized when you and I go to uh, – let me shut this frog out. I get energized when you and I go just to – just hiking. You know what I mean? It's like just, just being out in the element of adventure is just incredible. But storms are a different level, I will say. Oh, yeah. And I appreciate that not everyone does them. Oh, yeah. I remember, um, remember that very same day when it, we were at the sandstone cliffs and like the um, there was this really annoying dude that apparently this was a habit of his to be there. And he's like, hey, you guys are going to get wet in like 10 minutes. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, fuck you. We know. <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't think we're going to get I don't think we're going to get rain. Yeah. And I'm such a dad. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, no, we're not going to get rain. And I was like, oh, we're going to get rain. And that was right before we totally got, like, totally hailed on, totally, like, rain pouring down, created all those really cool pools and the little, you know, sandstone, like, cups, basically. It was, oh, God, that was such a crazy day. I loved it. And we just sat underneath the rocks watching it happen. Like, we were, like. That canopy. Oh my gosh, it was incredible. I wonder if I have footage from that. I need to remind myself to look that up. Um, I'll send you I mine think too. I took the um, yours was I'm trying to think of the most beautiful I... place that the most beautiful place that I think we've ever been. Um, yeah. And I think one of my favorite favorite things that you and I did was the dunes in the Milky Way. Oh, God. That was... There was something so serene about that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that was... It was otherworldly. Yeah, that peacefulness of the snow coating the dune and then the Milky Way above. And then remember that light that we saw and we're like, what? (laughs) 
<laughs> and it was like Jupiter. <laughs> we thought, I thought it was, it was like a hiker. hiker. Yeah, yeah. God, that was that was a magical night too. Really, truly. Yeah, yeah, and that was that was just that, last year. That is one of my most favorite shots of yours, honestly. And I can't believe I haven't ordered that. I need to. I'm looking around my room right in my room, my place right now, because that that day at the dunes was that day that morning that night hiking out there in the middle of the night the darkness just us that was see there's something about that too is that like you feel like like you were talking about like otherworldly like there's something about that when you're adventuring and you are taking that you know less trodden path and it's so much more peaceful and it really speaks to your soul where you're just like, this is my private experience or my special experience, like with you or with whoever you're right. with, with who you're with. And it is, there's nothing that is comparable. Nothing. Yeah. It's just amazing. It's, it's an incredible experience to share for sure. Yeah. And I live for that now. You know what I mean? Now that I've experienced it, it's like that feeling is what I live for. Absolutely. And it's hard when you move away and have no friends. <laughs> but I'm working on it. I've made some friends out here. We'll be together soon. We'll be t- we're going to storm chase next week, hopefully. <laughs> Absolutely. I already looked at my calendar. I'm like, okay, what can I rearrange? <laughs> Yeah, it looks, it looks like a good storm day, which is what we've always done, right? Again, on Monday, like it does. It does. Well, mm, no, I haven't looked out that far, but I looked at my calendar for it, and I was like, "Well, what can I? I could probably reschedule." Oh, Monday's still too far. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. we'll have to look at it tomorrow. Oh, we'll keep an eye on it, and that's another thing you have to always have to be go. looking. Looking for those opportunities. Yep. Um, okay. And then the last question out of this, this series is, is there a time where you had to be creative with solutions during an adventure? Or what time do you think we've had to be creative with solutions? <laughs> wow. I mean... I feel like we've had to be very creative lots of times. Um, probably. I feel like my... we had to be creative when we had to hang the tarp up. I, that's the first thing that came to mind. Honestly, I was like, you are freaking brilliant. Like, honestly, we would have died of heat exhaustion that day. <laughs> that was insane. Like, I was like, where can we go? And this was after the tick event. This was after the infamous tick event. And I'm like, I'm not fucking going by the lake or some river in Nebraska right now. And so the fact that you're like, yeah, let's hang a tarp. I'm like, I love that idea. And let's just think. Yeah, right. Because I said, I said, I'm taking you to a place where there's no grass. There's no trees. There's no shade. And it's going to be a thousand degrees. (laughs) And what did I say? Okay. Okay. Let's do it. (laughs) But thankfully we had that tarp that helped us. Yeah. Escape oh my God. That was brilliant though. Really. True. I will always have a tarp in my car from that moment on. Seriously. Like, and that's it. Like being prepared is so important. Like that tarp, having that sleeping bag that one night for the sand dunes, you know, like yeah. we were so cozy. Like it was freaking cold that night. And we were, we snoozed in the car until, you know, the, the elements were right. The, the Milky Way was where we wanted it. The moon had set, you know, we waited to hike, you know, and I think that's just it. Like you have to, obviously there's a level of preparation when adventuring and so important to be flexible. So important to have a great companion. What else? Just really being willing to go for it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. (sighs) Amber, seriously, you're my favorite adventure partner ever. And kudos to Sean, <laughs> like seriously. And, and honestly, anyone you adventure with, like they're, they're just lucky to be a part of that because 
like I, I feel like I'm inviting, like I'm, I'm, like I mentioned earlier, like I'm, I'm looking to interview people in the Denver area <laughs> <laughs> that can somehow substitute for Miss Amber because holy shit, like seriously, rock star adventurer, like soulmate, you know, like I, I encourage people to go out and, and explore all the time but to find someone that you really because there's some shit situations not to bring up the tick thing yet again or the turf (laughs) incident or whatever like where it's like you know there's some times where you're in conditions that are less than conducive to comfort to say the Mm -hmm. least um whether it's timing exhaustion vomiting (laughs) Freezing ass cold. <laughs> Heat. Uh, you know, whatever. Like starvation. Like whatevs. Like you have to be with the right people. And if they don't have the like a similar drive, the similar, you know, goals in mind or whatever and respect for each other, like you just, you're not going to find it. And I think. Yeah. Yeah. So kudos to you, girl. Like you are. Well, as much as like, I want to just be there for you, I want you to also find somebody there, you know, that can do some of these like runs, these like, you know. I'm taking applications in Washington. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's so funny. Don't worry, people. It's, it's really, there's not a lot of competition, but. <laughs> but it's but big really- shoes to fill. Big shoes to fill. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Figuratively (laughs) and literally. Okay. Oh, that's too funny. (laughs) Or big Crocs to fill in some cases, right? (laughs) Dude. I went down in my Crocs the other day. Uh Uh-oh. They were slick. They were slick little buggers. They need to make those with better treads, man. (laughs) Seriously. Seriously. I need to get some, like, yeah, I need to get some chains for them or something maybe i'll i'll go take a meeting with them are they still based in colorado i'll take a oh i don't know are they, is that where they're based i thought they were originally so i'll see mm. like if maybe i need to go talk with them anyway because i last i heard they were up in you know the area the boulder county at least and so with that yeah. you know obviously i still have a bunch of clients up there so can't hurt yeah. to have a conversation and maybe bring up tread you know <laughs> Press adventures. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Miss Bronwyn. Well, is there anything else that you want to talk about before we wrap this wonderful episode up about adventure and anything that you feel like we didn't cover? I think we've covered a lot of amazing stuff and I hope everybody enjoys like some of our stories today. Cause honestly, like if you could feel the energy, even just reminiscing about some of our stories, like that I'm feeling right now as we talk about it, I hope that inspires you to go out and find your own adventure. I agree. Yeah, I agree. That's actually how I end every episode. I go, go find adventure. Yay. (laughs) Heck yeah. I love that. Of course. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Lens and Light. I'm your host, Amber Braxton with Amber Braxton Fine Art. I hope you've enjoyed our discussion on the art of photography today, and I hope you join us next week for another exciting episode. Please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, and until next time, go have an adventure.